Well, hey friends, I am, oh, I was going to say I'm super excited, but honestly, I'm just tired today. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a relief to welcome Val Warner to the podcast. She's been a praying friend for a few years. I don't even know mm-hmm. how long, um, but I know she's the kind of person that I can send a message on Voxer and say, SOS, what do you pray? Um, and I know that she's got my back. In fact, before we hit record here, uh, she said, can I pray for you? Um, as I'd shared just some tough things happening this week. And so we started in prayer before even starting this conversation. And that really is the heart of Val. Um, Val is the founder of Val Marie Paper, um, amazing product line of prayer journals, um, and, and other helps to your spiritual life as well. I've used the prayer journal for probably going on four or five years. And in fact, I'm teaching my girls how to set up their own prayer journals Mm -hmm. using this same format. So um, Val, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. And thank you for your, just your ministry to people around the world Mm -hmm. um, as you encourage us to develop lives of prayer. Thank you so much. I am same not, I'm not excited to be here. Just eating. <laughs> I am relieved to be here because I like I have had a hard time too. And this is a just a sweet relief to get to chat. And this is something what we're talking about today is something that I've been thinking about a lot the last week. So God's timing is perfect. And I'm excited to just dive into this. And I appreciate your kind words just about mm. Valmary paper and everything. Yeah. 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 So um, I asked Val to come on to help us kick off season 10. I can't believe we're already 10 seasons into the Prayers of Rest podcast, but season 10, starting Monday, we are praying through who I am in Christ. Um, and we'll jump into this a little bit. I think some people might hear that and think theology. Some people might hear that um, and their mind might immediately go to a certain passage. Um, some people might hear it and think, oh, wait, is this like daily affirmations. Is that even biblical? Like, isn't that some weird, you know, new age, positive thinking type deal? Uh, Is there any biblical grounds for Mm -hmm. a practice like that? And so that is uh, why I invited Val to come on, because as I was doing research on biblical affirmations and kind of in my own journey of, is this biblical, Mm -hmm. um, I stumbled on a number of resources. One of them was... um, this book on waking up super early and having a structured day that included like a healthy breakfast and working out um, and reading something. Um, And then one of them was like daily affirmations. And you'd literally like look in the mirror and say like, I'm smart and I eat healthy. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. like it it struck me as bizarre. Like, do we really need to be doing this? Mm -hmm. And so I Googled our daily affirmations biblical. um, And I was delighted that Actually, one of Val's blog posts was one of the first things to come up on on Google. So, Val, talk me through kind of what was your what's been your journey with yeah. daily affirmations? Is there a difference between daily affirmations and biblical affirmations? Kind of mm-hmm. take that whichever angle. Yeah. So, man, I like I feel like I am a doer or like a very goal oriented person. So like if you wanted to sink into the self-help world, like you could go a lot of different places with affirmations. And I think that's why we get afraid of that word, because we see it used for people who are trying to like manifest their destiny and like Mm -hmm. just try to like, like they think it's like this magic power that they have that they can 
you know, change their life through this. And I think like, I had to step back and think, okay, you know, like after reading some things about that, and it wasn't like, oh, I'm reading this because I believe it, but more you're just like kind of fascinated by the fact that people think that you can change things like that. Um, But I think like for me, coming back to verses that are in the Bible that talk about renewing your minds, um, thinking on things that are lovely and true. I'm a very naturally melancholy person. So I get it. I get why we need to be doing those things. It's because my inner critic is so loud and so negative that if I go about my day and I'm only using the thoughts that naturally occur to my mind, I will sink. I will have an awful day, even though my life is very blessed. Um, And I'll just go into it. it, I'll spiral. That's what we call it in our house. We spiral. We we say you're uh, basically an 11, which just means you're more than a 10 is a 10 is done. But 11 is like you're you're very extra with that. So we have all kinds of (laughs) words for that. But yeah, it's it's I know for me personally, it's just been very important. And I've honestly in the last week seen what the Lord can do whenever I truly remember this and think, if I think differently about this day, it's going to have a vastly different, um, I'm going to have a vastly different experience than if I think, if I let my inner thoughts be the thing that dictates how I handle it. We'll jump into more practical, like, what does this look like for a believer? But I think part of the problem with daily affirmations for me is that there seems to be a dissonance between what I experience as my daily reality and the words that, you know, if you just Google daily affirmations, it's like, I am happy with who I am. I am special. I'm I'll not rich. change myself for anyone. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm like yeah. creating my best life. And and just like you said, a lot of them come across as this like manifest destiny. I'm just going to speak this into the world mm-hmm. and it's somehow magically going to happen. And um, I, I mean, kind of to root my initial discomfort is like we are to be truth tellers. Yes. And, and I don't want to speak something. Mm-hmm. hoping that someday it might be true. Like mm-hmm. I am 30 pounds lighter than I am because <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> you know? Um, and and so for me on the beginning of this journey of our daily affirmations biblical and what would it look like for a follower of Jesus to practice, I, I'm going to throw this out and we're going to come back to it, renewing mm-hmm. our minds, mm-hmm. um, I think is more of a biblical term. Uh, yes. Yep. But it needs to be truthful then. Like yep. I can't just envision some better version of Asherita 10 years from now mm-hmm. and describe her and then use present day language to say, oh, that's who I am today. Um, yeah. That's If it's just me dreaming of a better future, that doesn't ring truthful. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I love the word you use dissonance. I almost like thought about like, I was like, oh no, you just literally said that word. And that's what it is because you, you're, you're lying to yourself at that yeah. point. Yeah. And the whole idea, like whenever I think about biblical affirmations is we live in a um, temporary place um, where, and we, the Lord talks about like thinking on eternal things and the things that are true are eternal. Um, or, you know, like the, there, there's things true here on earth. I'm not, <laughs> not getting weird with that, but like the idea is that eternal things 
are where we want to set our minds. And that is, you know, the promises in God's word are what we need to set our, our mind on and not fantasy things that aren't true. Mm-hmm. And often our own thoughts are not what's in the Bible, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're, tr- we're almost, we're just trying to get on that truth path is basically it. Remind ourselves of truth because we're not going to naturally remember that every moment of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that you pointed that out about truth because I think that's where we have to start. If we're going to have a conversation about using biblical affirmations, mm-hmm. um, then they have to be rooted in truth. And our uh, def- definition of what truth is, is what's found in God's word. Like what yes. God says is true. The way he defines reality is what is real, whether I'm experiencing that reality or not. Um, and and I think this is where there is power in reminding ourselves of what scripture says is true, even though we feel like I'm not seeing that in my daily life right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it was helpful a few years ago. Um, I read a book about how we are seated with Christ in in heaven, which I mean, that blows my mind. <laughs> like, what does that actually mean? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And how we are sanctified um, positionally, we are made holy before mm-hmm. God. Practically, we are still in the process of sanctification. Mm-hmm. And so this um, it, it already, but not yet, like positionally, this thing is true about us. And practically, we are being transformed into that truth day by day. Mm-hmm. We're being renewed in that process by the Holy Spirit, by His work in us. And so the the renewing of our minds with scripture and what Jesus says is true about us, what God says is true about us because we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, That for me was kind of what switched it for me to say like, oh, this isn't just me envisioning a better version of myself and lying to myself until I somehow become that person. Mm -hmm. This is me sitting down with God's word and saying, who does God say I am? In Christ. Mm-hmm. And and even if that doesn't match up with my experience today, um, I because God says it, it is true, and he is making it true in my life. Yes. <laughs> and and so can I look back a year from now and see growth that I am becoming more the person that God created me to be, and more the person that he says is true of who I am in Christ? Um, that's where I get really excited about this yeah. idea of biblical affirmations. Yeah, it, even, so I remember listening to this sermon, I, I think it was Louis, Louis Giglio years ago. He talked about Peter being, like his name meant the rock, and he was named that before um, before he became the rock. So basically, mm-hmm. like, whenever he, like, denied Jesus and everything like that, God, God knew who he was going to become, so he named him that. And so my name means, Valerie means strong, and I feel very weak in my life. And that is something that has been like, brought me to tears some days of just thinking like, why did he name me that when I don't feel like that at all? And I I have to trust that he knows who I am. And because of Christ in me, like, it's not me that's strong, but it's me. I had a realization the other day. It's like, actually, when I am weak, he is strong. Mm-hmm. Just going back to that verse. And the play on words with my name, but I do think it is, it's almost like you're, you're stepping into what God is calling you to be. And it's not, 
I mean, yeah, we've already said it, but it's not like we're just trying to manifest anything that's not, I don't even want to use the word, our destiny. Like that sounds, again, like going off on that, but but basically what God has for us in the future. And yeah. Like God has a good plan for every single one of us. And that plan is found in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not, it's not that we're creating this future for ourselves. It's us looking at scripture to say, who, who is God making us to be as mm-hmm. a people of his very own? Um, and, and I'd love for us to get into like some of the things that the Bible says is true about us, but, mm-hmm. but as his own people, who is God making us to be? And um, that that part of it is identity. Like part of it is understanding that I'm no longer who I was as a child of God. Like that's mm-hmm. one of them. I'm a child of God, right? As a child of God, I am adopted. I'm a part of his family forever. And so reminding myself of that today, renewing my, my mind with that um, changes then how I live. It's action that's rooted in identity. And in that process, uh, you started by saying, like, there's so many thoughts that run through our minds, mm-hmm. and so much of it is formed by it, social media, formed yeah. by advertising, formed by like comparing ourselves to other people and the narrative of what it means to be successful or what it means to be a good woman, a good wife, a good mom, a good coworker. Um, so, with all those thoughts running through our minds, we we need to, I'm thinking of the verse where Paul says, like, um, we don't do battle the way the world does it. Like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. We take captive every thought mm-hmm. and we hold it up. We we make it submissive to Christ. And so we hold up every thought and say, is this true? Mm-hmm. Is this what what God would define as true? And if it's not, then then we need to, like, again, make those thoughts submissive to Christ and replace them with God's truth. Yeah, and it, it will, and it's almost like the affirmations are a a way where we just have this practical way each day that we're coming back to that. I know I feel like John Mark Comer might talk about like the rule of life and like how it just it's this trellis in our life that we kind of have this plan to respond because the world if you think about all of the things that we do here daily from the world like can you imagine if we didn't if we're we're not trying to combat that with truth it is it will overtake our thinking it will make us negative it will make us envious it will make us you know think see ourselves not the way god sees us and i mean i i think like a lot of our um insecurity issues and different things that we face even today like are a result of us not seeing our identity as who Christ made us to be and who we are in him. And we're just, I mean, we just hear it all the time. Like, yeah, (laughs) we know that we know that, but yeah. I mean, okay. Story time. And I'm going to ask you like, where did this get real for you? Yeah, Um, Yeah. So prepare for that. But this morning, um, I shared before we started recording, like I've been in tears this week. It's Mm -hmm. just been a hard, hard week. Um, and I realized like I would, I'd be okay. And then I would think something and the tears would just like, <laughs> like faucet turned on. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. crying, which is not my personality at all. Like I'm, I tend to be a pretty resilient, stoic person. Um, and so let's just set aside like 
the bizarre feeling of like, why are my eyes leaking when this is not my like default? <laughs> um, but this morning, as as I was like, okay, I need to even just try to get a handle on the thoughts that are going through my mind, and do that process of examining them, mm-hmm. of seeing like stopping the the runaway train and saying, okay, hold up, like what is this thought? Holding it up to truth, saying, is it is it true? Is it real? Um, and so I pulled out my journal as I started writing, like the first word Val that came to mind was failure. Mm. I just feel like a failure. I feel like a failure as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a wife, as a homeschool parent, as like all the different, like I could just go down the list of things that happened in my life this week that I feel point to failure. Um, and so because those things failed, it then became an identity thing. Mm-hmm. It means I am a failure. Um, and and even as I was journaling through, like I was able to write and recognize like objectively, I know that's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I know when I pause to look at that thought and then look at the evidence in my life overall, not just this past week, but like over the the month and the year and what God has been doing, I know I'm not a failure. And and I was able to journal through that and look at, okay, objectively, what is God doing in my life? Where is Jesus working in my life? What is the bigger picture here that is being overshadowed by these few circumstances right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) that seem most relevant? Like they've somehow gained gargantuan proportions and have overshadowed all the other things that God has done over the past few weeks. Um, and, And that process of slowing down to examine thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find so powerful, but it's also so hard because like lunch still needs to be prepared and the kids still need whatever and like everyone needs something from me. Mm-hmm. Um so to send them outside for 10 minutes and say go j- jump on the trampoline. <laughs> I'm going to take 10 minutes with God with my journal and just kind of put thoughts to paper and then hold them up to say this thing I'm thinking, is it true? Mm-hmm. With God by my side, with the Holy Spirit, the counselor, the the one who will guide and teach you in all things, Jesus says, does this resonate as true? Um, when we don't pause to examine those thoughts, this is kind of after, and I'd love to, for you to talk about like proactively what we can do mm-hmm. in the morning, but if the day gets away, away from us and, and those soundtracks just loop through our minds of you're a failure or you're never going to amount to anything or uh, you're so lazy, you, you can't like get the most basic things done. A lot of these soundtracks actually, I think, might come from our childhood or it might come from people who have said things mm-hmm. and we've latched onto them. And, and they're just back there waiting for an opportunity to come out. Um, they need to be held up in prayer with God to say, okay, God, this is what I'm feeling. <laughs> we, we prayed through this in the hard emotion season. This is what I'm feeling. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm going to yeah. bring this feeling to you. We're going to process it together and then look at what does scripture say is actually true. So that's reactively <laughs> when you find yeah. like, oh my gosh, my day is falling apart. I, I can't control it, sitting down, journaling, processing thoughts. But to back up the train, <laughs> proactively, what have you found or or where has this become relevant for you um, so that you yeah. don't get to that place where where everything is falling apart? Yes. Well, if I can add one thing to the reactive, 
I think for me, like the way that I come out of those moments the most of just, because I had one of those the other day of feeling like I have not grown in the last two years. I convinced myself that I have not grown spiritually in the last 10 years of sharing our prayer journals. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm talking to my husband. I'm just like, and, and it was crazy because, you know, like, as I look back on that, I'm like, that is absolutely not true. God has done so much. So, it, you know, like sometimes it helps go and look at my journals. That's why we write things a lot of times is so that we can reference where God has worked and what he is doing whenever we start to doubt that. But anyway, one of the, the things that helps me a lot in those moments is remembering that we have an enemy who is lying to us and who is trying to bombard us. Like he, that's, that's what he, that's the power that he does have is that he can lie to us. We have a choice how we're going to respond. And for some reason, if I'm sitting on the couch and I'm thinking, wait a second, this is the enemy. If I get strong, if I think about one song in particular, Battle Belongs by Phil Wickham, it's like a fight song basically of just like, God has already won the victory. Like we are, when, if I'm going to battle, I'm going to battle on my knees. When I remember that, I basically just have this strong persona, I guess you would say that just reminds me like I'm, I'm doing battle. This is not me. Whenever I start believing the lies and everything like that about who I am, that's me taking words that are not, that God never put on me. Um, so anyway, that's kind of a way that I come back from it. Um, in the morning, like, okay, hold on, I'm going to jump in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that made me think of something is, um, that was exactly what got me to my journal was like, I'm flat on the couch sobbing because of this soundtrack running through my mind. And there's this moment of clarity that was like, this is not the voice of the good shepherd. Like, this is the voice of the Mm -hmm. accuser. This is the voice of the father of lies. Like this soundtrack, um, I don't think it's really real. And and so that's what caused me to pull out my journal, to put pen to paper, to mm-hmm. say, okay, let's put these thoughts down. What am I really thinking? And is this the voice of the good shepherd? Yeah. Is this the one who calls us to himself? Or is this the one who's trying to put distance between us and the father to drive us away in desperation and hopelessness in, in this downward spiral of the sun is never going to shine again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, that is not the voice of our father. And and even, even when the spirit reproves us of sin, like if there is legitimate sin yeah. in our lives, that sorrow always leads to repentance. It mm-hmm. always leads to hope. It always leads to the father's embrace. And so if if we're battling thoughts in our minds that are isolating us from family and friends or isolating us from God's own spirit that's trying to keep us down on the couch sobbing, uh, we should know enough of the heart of the father by now to know that is not from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love that you, you brought that up, that we do have an enemy. And and that is one of the ways that he does battle is uh, cheating and lying mm-hmm. <laughs> and not playing fair. Um, and we so. have to know the word to, like you just said, like, oh, I knew that wasn't the voice of God. It's like, we have, it, if we are reading our Bibles and are understanding truly who God is as much as we can, you know, we are going to be able to detect those voices quicker and quicker. Um, and you know, like, obviously we're still going to have those moments where we will run away with something, but that is, 
it, it's impossible to know the voice of God if we aren't reading his word and um, seeing his character and knowing like, no, God is loving. Like why God doesn't put that on me, you know? And, um, and doing that in the good days too, because I yes, feel like we do have this yes. desperation when we're in the heat of the moment, but mm-hmm. we need to train our hearts to recognize the voice of the good shepherd just on the regular mm-hmm. <laughs> in normal days to know like, what does he say about his own? Uh, what does his voice sound like in scripture? And as we train our hearts in scripture and in prayer to listen to his voice, then in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the battle, um, we can have that, those moments of like, wait, this, this doesn't sound like the voice of the good shepherd. Okay. So take yeah. us proactively. What mm-hmm. has this looked like for you? Yeah. So, um, so in our prayer journals, there's like a blank page at the beginning of the month and I'll write out some affirmations there. And usually, I mean, they have to do with the things that I'm struggling with believing about myself. Um, I, I wish I had my, I should have brought brought it in here so I could like read some off but um oh I have it pulled up on your on your blog oh, do post. you oh, <laughs> I do nice, nice. well should we go through some yeah I was gonna say uh, you you want to root them in scripture you don't want to just come out with like yeah like I'm like we were talking about like I'm you know skinny or whatever we want to say like we we want them to be things that are important to the father and everything's important to them but there's you know what I'm saying um, this isn't like I am popular and have lots of friends and like yeah. drive a nice car. <laughs> yes. Again, this isn't manifest destiny. This is looking at what does scripture say mm-hmm. is true about us. And I love in, in your blog post, at least you pointed, we'll link to this in the show notes, but you pointed to like starting with the area of struggle. Yes. Um, so like, what is your biggest pain point in life? Mm-hmm. What are things that are causing conflict with other people? Um, what causes you the most anxiety? What truth would keep us most dependent, uh, keep me most dependent on God? Um, and starting with those questions, then going to scripture and saying, okay, what does the Bible say about these things? And that's probably the area where I need to be renewing my mind. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad you uh, mentioned all that because I haven't looked at that in a while. Yeah. Do you ever have a, have a moment where you're like, oh, that was a good blog post. I'm glad I wrote that. <laughs> or I feel like I've had somebody read something back to me and I'm like, oh, that's good. And they're like, you said that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit then because I don't remember yeah. those words, you know, don't come from my mind, you know. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so here are some of the affirmations that Val chose. And Val, I'll read a few of them and just pop in with like yeah. your commentary. So um, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's first John four verse four. Yeah. Just thinking about like you, if you feel like you're constantly in battles with other people or constantly like just up against this, just, you know, I think about like school shootings, just like all the things that can overwhelm our mind and make us overwhelmed about the world. Like knowing that, that God is, is bigger than that is, it, we have to see him as the biggest thing or everything will be the this mountain in our minds. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one is relevant. We just wrapped up a season of breaking free from spiritual strongholds. And mm. before that, it was putting on the armor of Christ. So yeah. here is um, an affirmation you wrote, Val. Your Holy Spirit lives in me. So I am free from the yoke of slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think we go back into the slavery so often with of just putting on things that God has not intended us to carry. And uh, some of it is 
pride, feeling like we need to earn our salvation or, you know, there's just a lot of reasons why we think we need to, um, yeah, I don't need to go too far on that. I need got other street. Sorry. I was just like, I'm, I can't go off on all these. <laughs> all right. Okay. It's okay. Let's, um, okay. Here's one. The Lord's plan is better than mine. Mm. So I will live surrendered and obey. Yep. Yep. The verse that comes to mind, I don't know if I have this on there, but you know, trust, trust in the Lord, uh, and lean not on our own understanding. I remember going on a deep dive of that verse. It's like you hear it your whole life and then you're just like, what does that mean? Like, that is such a powerful verse. Like we don't realize, like if we ask ourselves that, like in little moments in our day of like, am I leaning on my own understanding? Like I'm basing what I'm doing right now is based on my understanding and not on God. I think if we like really lived that verse out, it would change our lives. Mm, so it yeah. starts with the morning. We can, we can remind ourselves of that every day. Yeah. Okay. You have two more and then we'll jump into the ones that we're actually praying through this season. So oh. I'm going to read these two together and I would love your thoughts on, um, these are the ones I read up to this point are statements. Mm-hmm. These read more as prayer requests. So, Make me thirsty for more of you, God. That's based on Mm -hmm. Psalm 63, verse 1. And use me for your kingdom, God. So are those affirmations? Are they prayers? Are they, are affirmations and prayers the same thing? How how do you process that? I think those are one of those things where that, that is my heart of what I want to be true in my life. Like, I want this to be true um, for me today. And because my actions are not promised in the Bible to be perfect. You know, like we, like I, I can't say that as a statement of like, you know, I'm going to be thirsty every moment of the day, but Lord make me thirsty. Like that is my hope. And that is my prayer. Um, but you're right. Probably technically not a, not a full fledged affirmation, but what something that I want to set my mind on in the morning and have it guide my day as opposed to, um, man, just being thirsty for my phone. Really? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I, I love that some of them are phrased as prayers because Mm -hmm. I feel like that is where we recognize that renewing our mind Mm -hmm. is, um, in partnership with God's spirit. Like this is not mindless, um, muttering the same mantra over and over. (laughs) You know, this isn't like, emptying our minds of one thing to fill them with a positive affirmation on the other. This is um, like, like, you know, going back to earlier in the conversation, this is actively like tank, taking captive every thought to mm-hmm. make it submissive to Jesus Christ. And, and where there is something that we want to be a reality in our lives and it's not yet, mm-hmm. it's not saying like, I am humble and <laughs> saying, God, what do you would you allow me to humble myself and serve others mm-hmm. like Jesus did? Um, and so in that way, these these affirmations can actually be called prayers. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're a way of us actually communicating with God's spirit and saying, would you make this true in my life? Yeah. Yeah. And so- I, I think honestly, all of them, yeah, like I feel like that is part of it. And because even whenever I first put it in my prayer journal, it kind of felt funny to like have that. And I'm like, no, but this is all what I want to be true of me. I want to, I want to believe this with all my heart. I'm, I'm saying this kind of like the way David says something where it's like he knows it's true. He's 
still like angsty and emotional and overwhelmed, but he knows it's true. So, so he says it. And then it's like, it takes a little while for his heart to catch up with, with what he knows to be true. And that's kind of how I feel like you're probably going to say some affirmations where it is hard. Where or you, Even though it is true, you may not fully feel like that in the moment. And that is, hey, God, this is my prayer. This is how I want to live. I want to live knowing that these things are true, that your ways are better than mine. Okay, I kind of think I have a really good idea about this, but this is, I want to believe that this is true and I know it's true. I just want my actions to follow that. Yeah, yeah. What do you make this true? in my life. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, like we said, positionally and practically, like yes. these things are positionally true. They are objectively true. Mm-hmm. We may not be experiencing them in our lives yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're asking that, that God's spirit would make them practically true. Okay. So for our season of prayer, yeah. um, we have chosen affirmations that directly linked to our identity in Christ. That's kind of how we started our conversation. Um, and so I'm going to read through a few of these um, because I feel like it's time time well spent as we wrap up our conversation. Mm-hmm. And Val, f- feel free to jump in on any of these if, if some of them bring something up. But um, we're starting out with Colossians 3.12. And, and each of these affirmations, each of these like this, this season is called who I am in Christ, right? So each of them is actually rooted in scripture. Um, and we chose one key verse, but um, there's actually multiple verses mm-hmm. that we'll share in our Patreon prayer community um, so that we can actually dig into scripture and, and learn more. So first one, Colossians 3.12, in Christ I am dearly loved mm-hmm. uh, because scripture says you are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. And sometimes we don't feel that way. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. Writing through, like, I am a failure. I did not necessarily <laughs> feel loved in that moment. Yeah. I, I actually walked with a friend recently who was really struggling with the idea of God's love. She can see Jesus's love, but God's love she was really struggling with. Like, she was able to separate that. And we, we talked a lot about that because if you don't know that God loves you, you will not go to him with your hurts. You won't pray. Like, why? You're not going to... In, that's just not going to happen. So that is, I think that's a great place to start. I love that. Yeah. yeah. As I was meditating um, yesterday and today on, on again, the downward cycle, <laughs> downward, <laughs> downward spiral, um, God, God brought Romans 8 to my mind again and again. Who will oh, yes. us from the love of God in Christ Jesus? Mm-hmm. Like if, if famine, famine and nakedness and the sword and um, principalities and anything in heaven or on earth, like, Failures will not separate us Mm -hmm. from the love of God in Christ. And so even if objectively those failures are true, in Christ, I am still dearly loved. Mm -hmm. And every single one of these prayers, every single one of these affirmations starts with in Christ. (laughs) Because apart from Christ, uh, none of these things would be true, really. Mm -hmm. Um, but, But because of Jesus, because we are positionally one with him, um, he is making this practically true in us. So next one is in Christ, I am chosen based on first Peter two, verse nine, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special, special possession. There's like four, four <laughs> affirmations just in that verse, like how our lives would change if we actually believed that that is who we are. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I'm 
I'm thinking of my daughters and just how they feel about certain things. And I wish I like, that is one that I definitely want them to grab hold of and know, um, just, I feel like as they face everything in their, their young lives right now, it's, it's a needed, a needed to be one chosen. For sure. yeah. 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 Especially when like, you're not chosen for the team or you're mm-hmm. not chosen for the game or you're not chosen to be someone's best friend to know that in Christ. Exactly. You are chosen. God has chosen you. Um, in Christ, I am redeemed. That's Colossians 1, 13 to 14. In Christ, I am a child of God. First John 3, 1. We talked about that earlier in our conversation. In Christ, I am a new creation. Second mm. Corinthians 5, 17. We touched on that as well, that the old has passed and, and the new has come. And there might be some, like, I'm not seeing a whole lot yeah. of that new. This is where that positional and practical comes together. Like, positionally, this is true. In Christ, we are a new creation. And practically, the Holy Spirit of God is making it true day by day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Christ, I am a citizen of heaven, based on Philippians 3.20. Value mentioned that earlier. In Christ, I am richly cared for. Philippians 4.19, my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And I just think like, man, what a difference it would make Mm -hmm. if we started our day, not from a mindset of hustle and like all the things we need to get done today and watching out for ourselves because no one else is going to take care of us if we don't take care of ourselves. Like these are all, these are soundtracks. This this is the rhetoric that we hear is Mm -hmm. if I don't take care of me, who's going to take care of me? Well, scripture says in Christ, your heavenly father richly takes care of you. Uh, and so you don't have to go about the day just like pushing harder to to do all the things. You can, and to some degree, just rest. Yeah, the Heavenly Father cares for you, or or like having the sleepless nights of anxiety about money or just everything. Like to know, yeah, it's interesting hearing these because it does feel like if we really lived from these mindsets, it would radically change how we lived. Um, yeah, every day. Yeah. Here's one. In Christ, I I imagine some of us struggle with this one. In Christ, I am holy and blameless. Mm. Ephesians 1.4 says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. That's that's a good one. And it's tough. Like, even when I hear it, I'm like, ugh, I know that, but not, like, I still have to, That that's one that, my head and my heart battle a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where this is prayer. This is God. I believe this is true. Would you practically yes. work it out to be true in my mm-hmm. life? I'm holy and blameless where there is sin. Holy Spirit, would you convict me? Would you help me to confess that sin? Uh, and yet knowing that when God looks at us, he sees Jesus' perfect righteousness. He sees not our failures but rather he sees the holy, blameless Jesus standing in front of us, shielding Mm. us, Uh, which goes to, in Christ, I am God's workmanship. He's not finished with us yet. Uh, What what a relief. What a relief that we don't have to put a filter on our prayers (laughs) so that they would look just a certain way before God. Uh, Rather, he's invested in working out our salvation in us. And he Um, does the work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does the work. We wrap up uh, Romans 8.37. 
in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So in Christ, I am more than a conqueror. And not on my own, because that's where it would ring Mm -hmm. shallow. Like, if I started my day, I am a conqueror. Like, no, by 9 a.m., it's quite clear (laughs) that I am not a conqueror. Um, But framing this as who I am in Christ, in Christ Jesus, because he is a conqueror, I am more than a conqueror. And so, God, if that is true, if that is how you define reality, what do you make it? positionally it's positionally true what do you make it practically true in my life what do you help me to walk in the victory of jesus christ what do you help me to crucify the flesh and put to death the sin in my life help me experience the victory of jesus because in christ i am more than a conqueror like those sorts of prayers that sort of resting in our identity of who we already are in jesus um that that can shift the rhythm and cadence of our days. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like just the idea, like putting the in Christ at the beginning of each of them also, it reminds us that we are not getting something from God. It is in him. Like we're, we're so tethered closer than we think. Like we think we have this like hundred yard cord that's tethering us. And it's just reminding us that know everything, every good thing that we have, everything that we're capable of is through Christ. And it, the way I just picture it is like, man, yeah, he's right next to me. Like he, I have to rely on him so completely for these things to be true. I can't do it on my own and I can't get it from him in the morning and then like head up, I don't know, go about my day and live it without him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this is the opposite of checklist spirituality. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't just read our Bible and pray and check it off because that's what good Christians do. Like this is that um, unity with Christ, that dependence, the the vine and the branches, the bearing fruit as we abide and remain. Um, and, And I'm thinking of the passage in Colossians where it says that God has blessed us with every heavenly blessing, with, with all the riches of heaven in Christ Jesus. And and as a kid, like I really struggled with like what does that mean? Like what do those heavenly riches look like? Like is it a golden goblet? <laughs> is it like a bigger mansion on golden avenue in heaven? And and I don't know. I don't have like the answer, but the longer I have spent with Jesus in scripture, the more I realize like the heavenly riches it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's everything we talked about. It's it's yeah. who he offers himself to us on our behalf that we might join him in that reality. Um, and not just waiting until we die right. <laughs> and, and reach heaven, but rather on earth as it is in heaven, that the kingdom of heaven is among you. This reality is being worked out in your life day by day. This is who you are in Christ. This is who he is making you to be as you become more aware of of the reality that already is i mean that gives me hope (laughs) you know that it's not just me trying harder like okay i'm gonna try harder tomorrow so that i don't feel like a failure again tomorrow but rather it's a oh i get to rest Mm -hmm. in what is already true in christ and as as I renew my mind with that, as I rest in that reality, then he makes it more and more true in my life as well. Oh man, what what an incredible adventure with Jesus. Yeah. 
No, it's totally, it's, you know, when we get overwhelmed and stressed about life, you just, it, it's hard to not just think like we are making it so much harder on ourselves. This is not what God, God has called us to do. He's not, we're not at his workhorse where we're just supposed to like plow through and like, you know, he's asking us to do it with him. He's inviting us to, and that's a privilege that we take for granted a lot. And yeah, I think, I don't want to say our lives could be so much easier if we just, cause you know, we know there's suffering in it all, but I do think that we lay a lot of heavy burdens on ourselves that he is not asking us to carry. And this is, could be like a good daily reminder for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we're coming up on 45 minutes. I told you before, I'm like, the yeah. goal is 30 minutes, but usually these conversations are so good. Um, and I feel like we, we could keep hashing out what does this look like? Oh yeah. Um, but rather than that, I, I really would love, um, listeners, you are already subscribed, share this with your friends and pray through this new season together. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there is power in praying God's word. There is power in praying together as well. Um, and and I can only imagine the transformation that would take place in our lives, in our homes, in our churches, if we as believers came together and affirmed this is yes. who we are yes. in Christ as a couple, as a family, as a church. This is who he has made us to be. And so mm-hmm. we believe it positionally. We are going to walk it out practically as we submit ourselves to God's spirit, as we renew our minds with his truth. Um, I love that so many people listen to this and, and pray with us week by week. So my challenge, as you're listening right now, my challenge is find a friend over the weekend, mm-hmm. <laughs> text her this podcast, text him the link, um, get them to sign up to get the prayer every week and pray together. Talk through where is this hard for me to believe? Like, where is there still unbelief rooted in my heart? Where do I wrestle with I am holy and blameless or I am dearly loved? Uh, why is that so hard for me to believe and to pray? And and God's spirit works in community as well. Yes. He works through prayer. He works through the word. He works through community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're giving you the word and prayer in this podcast. We want you to bring in that community to pray through together. So that is my invitation to you this weekend. Um, if you are excited about this, find a buddy, pray together. There, There's so much power in prayer. I love it. Val, thank you so much for joining. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, all right. As we, before we say goodbye, what's one last word that you would have for listeners? Um, anything we didn't get to or next steps that they can take in their prayer life with Valmarie paper and your prayer journals. Yeah. So uh, I'll share two things. So if you struggle with like the negative thinking and uh, I'm currently reading a book, and it's an older book, A Better Way a better way to Think. It's a Christian book. Um, but it, I, I was, I've been reading it this week, and it's really shifted a lot of my thoughts to show me. It's showing me how negative my thoughts are and how damaging that has been on my life. So just in going, going off this, the affirmations, like you might need to be like shaken into like realizing how important this is. And this is kind of like a book that could maybe help um, remind you of that. So like, as you listen to these episodes, I don't want to say like you take it seriously, but like, this is important. And I feel like even more convicted by that as I read this book. Um, but yeah, with Valmarie paper, I am actually going to be teaching a course or a class. I did this 
several years ago and because this has kind of come up again it's called where prayer meets science and it's basically this um i learned a lot about the mind and the way our thoughts work and repetition even so the affirmations is kind of part of that but i'll be doing that in january so i'll have to send you a link or something to that fun, but yeah yeah, yeah. we'll link to that in the show notes Val thank you so much for joining me as we kick off the season of course I'm excited I can't wait to listen myself <laughs>